Hey, this is Jill from the Container Store. Oh. Is there something wrong? I just thought a virtual designer would be a cool robot. I could do a robot voice if that helps. Maybe? Hi, I am Jill. Let's design. Nope, absolutely not. Regular voice, thank you. Yeah, I'm not good at impressions. Enjoy free virtual in-home closet design and up to 25% off closet systems with the Container Store's custom closet sale. The Container Store, where space comes from. Right now, switch your family to T-Mobile and get four lines for $25 a line with AutoPay and 5G access included on America's largest 5G network. So don't wait. Get unlimited and nationwide 5G access for the whole family for just $25 a line. Visit a T-Mobile store or T-Mobile.com today. Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 480p. Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit and full plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. See T-Mobile.com. Hey, fake friends. Listen to Fake Headlines podcast using Stitcher Premium. Use promo code Fake Headlines for one free month. Listen to some of your favorite shows ad-free with Stitcher Premium like... Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. My Favorite Murder. Having Funlessness with Jen Kirkman. Natch Butte. Office Ladies. Prompt and Circumstance. WTF with Mark Marin, And so many more. Plus you get access to Stitcher Originals, bonus episodes, comedy albums, and more. Only $4.99 a month or $34.99 for a whole year. Go to stitcher.com slash premium to sign up today. Again, use promo code fake headlines for one month free. Bye. Hello. I'm Tiffany Dillon. And I'm Kevin Dillon. And And this this is is Fake Fake Headlines Headlines Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Fake Headlines Podcast, episode number 91. Hello, welcome. It's good to be back. Yeah, sorry we're late. We uh, had a little bit of a vacation uh, recently, so we were uh, out of town. Yeah, for like uh, half a week. Half a week, which... uh, during quarantine feels like a month. It really felt like a month. Yeah, it, it felt like time. we were um, we were out of our house. We were <laughs> that's true <laughs> out of our uh, zip code. Uh, it we was were, it was nice to get out of the house for a little bit. Oh, so nice. We went we went and we visited my dad. Yeah, and uh, I mean I love our house, but we spend most of our time inside due to the pandemic, and it was really nice to go uh, visit uh, my father in law and. Uh, hang out and go outside spend time in nature yeah we spent a lot of time in nature outside in the sunshine it was beautiful weather for most of the time there was one day where it rained real hard and uh we were in the middle of eating so that was fun <laughs> yes nothing like a, a panicked gathering of food as the rain and hail starts coming down i should state we were eating outside not inside otherwise it wouldn't make a difference <laughs> we, we were having a little bit of a barbecue <laughs> tiffany comes from a very panicky family so even indoors we would all go under the table <laughs> It's raining outside. <laughs> Get the tarp. <laughs> My dad had a dog that would, she, she was like a, a border collie. So she was a bigger dog, but she, every, every time it thundered outside, um, she would h- try to hide behind the toilet Aww. and there's not a lot of space there. And no. so it was just like her head behind the toilet. <laughs> I was like, that's your safe place. <laughs> a bowl full of fecal matter. That's <laughs> <laughs> we had all a do- right <laughs> we had a dog that when that would happen would take the top of the tank off and just go right in the little top water <laughs> oh just yeah a, oh that's nice just, it was a tiny dog yeah but, uh, i imagine it was i imagine like a tiny chihuahua it was an upper dot with like floaties on it was an upper dot. 
yeah, that's a weird place to find comfort in behind the toilet. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes you find comfort on the toilet, but not so much behind the toilet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we had a nice time being out of town and uh, being outside and, of course, hanging out with my dad. Um, who can now hear our show. Um, so we have to clean up our act. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry, dad, for all of these swears and inappropriate things you hear us say. Uh, I just want to say that it's all Tiffany's imagination that comes up with all the stuff. I have nothing to do with it. <laughs> so dad, really, I get it from you. Uh, <laughs> we're looking to place the blame. <laughs> yeah. We set up a Tiffany's dad with a, uh, my father-in-law with a device to, we can listen to our show and, and do some, uh, interneting up there and uh it's very exciting yeah so um right now we are on our last evening of our vacation and it's a real bump um and uh but we slept until uh noon today and didn't actually roll out of bed until one so it's been a great day it's been a great (laughs) relaxing day but if you sense a little underlying malaise a little underlying sadness uh to the show tonight it's because we know we have to go to work tomorrow yeah i'm not okay with that Mm, but anyway we're gonna have some fun in the meantime we're gonna have some fun we're gonna talk about about some silly things forget about that and you guys probably won't hear this until uh monday the 6th right is that what the day is something like that i don't even know Yep, monday the 6th yeah so uh yeah. So by the time you have heard this, we've already had a terrible day at work. <laughs> Isn't that cool? <laughs> so when you're done listening, just send us a message. You'll be like, guys, you made it. You made it through your first day back. We need it. We're going to need the so uh, re- re-encouragement or whatever. Encouragement. Yeah. <laughs> also re-encouragement. Uh, the reinforcement of encouragement is always appreciated. So yes, thank you. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, this is a fake headlines podcast. Uh, what we've done is we have spent some time uh, individually and independently uh, scouring the internet for a strange headline that tickled our fancy. And then we came up with two on our own and we will now present each other with said headlines and we'll try to guess which headline and which story is an actual real story. Yeah, that pretty much sums it up. That pretty much sums it up. And I believe, Tiffany, I believe you're going first this week. I am. So I'm going to get my notepad ready here. And uh, when you when you have a chance, hit me with those headlines. All right. I have the chance. Okay, good. Perfect. Are you ready? I'm ready. Headline number one. Barcelona Opera reopens with an audience of plants. <laughs> Barcelona Opera reopens with an audience of plants. Audience of plants. Mm-hmm. Okay. Headline number two. French chef combats restaurant closure by creating gourmet food kit. French chef combats restaurant closure by creating gourmet food kit. <laughs> gourmet food kits. Okay. And headline number three. Nearsighted grandpappy <laughs> calls authorities upon seeing a crowd of faces in the sky. Oh my. Nearsighted grandpappy calls authorities upon seeing crowd of faces in the sky. Okay. Yep. Crowd of faces in the sky. It sounds like a song from the 60s. Yeah. <laughs> Well, these are some interesting uh, headlines here, Tiff. Thank you. So headline number one, Barcelona 
opera opens with an audience of plants. Uh-huh. Now, let me clarify this, Tiffany. You mean an audience of like household plants, not an audience of people planted in the audience, correct? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I suppose it's open to interpretation. I was thinking of it being some kind of like Andy Kaufman thing where there's characters in the crowd that they call upon and they're inter- causing interference and just doing general wacky things. Or a bunch of like mannequins. <laughs> yes, that would be, ooh, that'd be kind of weird. That would be very creepy. I feel like that's an episode of Criminal Minds we saw where a guy set up like a oh it was a theater with like yeah uh, but to him it was real because he was trying to stop a murder by but, murdering by sort of murdering yeah capturing well, capturing and torturing yeah inadvertently yeah he didn't know any better criminal minds you guys what oh, a show boy. right check it out on netflix right now <laughs> use offer code fake headlines for nothing <laughs> we'll get you nothing with netflix <laughs> uh yeah so interesting so i like this idea of uh so we're we're kind of in this new phase now where concerts are starting to maybe happen again uh but what do you do with the audience can you really is it safe to be near people strangers Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i don't know i don't know either i mean i remember last year we went well it's been over a year now we went and saw share and there were thousands and thousands of people there Mm -hmm. Uh, will that when's the next time that something like that can happen safely i don't know I don't know. It seems like it's so far off in the the future. But I will tell you, I would like to be amongst plants at a show. Just me and some plants. Yeah. And not people. Okay. You mean like uh, a person? Plant, plant, person? Yes, exactly. Okay. That, I think that's how it needs to be set up. I think it might be important that you take your allergy medicine first. <laughs> this is very true. Because no one wants to be around the guy who's allergic to everything. Oh, uh, and that's me. And I'm that's gonna, you. I'm going to ruin someone's concert experience. Yeah, with your constant sneezing, sniffling, and coughing. And my constant trying to get them to crowd surf me. It's not that kind of show. I know. Leaves are only so strong. <laughs> I uh, I, th- I think we're going to see more stuff like because it, it does seem weird. Like it seems weird to have like an audienceless event. Like that seems weird. Mm-hmm. Like the only thing I've and I haven't spent much time watching it, but I have come across professional wrestling on television recently, mm-hmm. and there is no audience, mm-hmm. and it does seem very bizarre. Yeah, it's and I think and I think that when real sports come back, people are going to be like, oh, this is kind this is kind of weird without there being people in the audience. Right. I I think you can relate to this as someone who does stand up as I can relate to it as someone who's been on stage performing that, uh, there is a feeling that you get. Um, it doesn't matter what you're performing. Like, you know, I've been on stage performing in a van before, but I've also primarily been on stage for theater Mm -hmm. and you, you receive a lot of feedback. You as a comedian would receive a lot of feedback of laughter from the audience and you can, a lot of laughter guys, a lot of laughter, just an unbelievable amount of laughter. (laughs) And whether it's silent or not, you can feel that energy. Like that's just something you you can just sense that there are people there and there's a certain energy that they give off because you know that they're enjoying what they're seeing, hopefully. And, um, uh, so to, to perform to a empty place, I'm, I'm sure maybe it helps to have the plants there in terms of like sound. No, oh, that could be so too. So it doesn't feel so empty. It's like so echoey maybe. Yeah. I also just imagine like a, like a geranium on the shoulders of somebody like lifting up their top to the opera singer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Exposing their leaves. Ooh, you Opera man. Wow, that's a full blossom. <laughs> a full blossom. <laughs> Check out the tulips over there, huh? Oh, hey. <laughs> I wish I knew more plant terms. <laughs> Uh, like to plant my roots in that stem <laughs> flower. That didn't make any sense. Oh, wow. Would you look at the lilies on that one? <laughs> Pedal along, fellas. Oh, Pedal along. Nicely done. <laughs> I'll just leave you with that one. Oh, man. You got a million of them. You're really good. <laughs> Uh, you know I love a good pun. You just uh, you slayed me there. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> uh, also, uh, plants are probably a good place for... Because don't plants like and react well to like classical music or like opera music? Yeah. They seem to react well to sounds like that. I think we kind of talked about something similar to this. Um, we had a real headline that had to do with like cheese yes. and the classical music there. But... Um, maybe plants react to a similar sort of thing where uh certain sounds are uh, are pleasing to them yeah to help them grow and um like sound is can be as important as the sun in its photosynthesis stages Mm. are maybe maybe yeah maybe the sounds maybe the certain musical sounds remind the plant of its mother and they help it nurture and grow it I'm sure that's it. Yeah, that might be. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know much about plants. I'm going to be honest with you, Tiff. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> it all starts with a bulb and a dream. <laughs> Sometimes a seed and a seedling. <laughs> it's beautiful. Deep down in that soil. Wow. Water. It was like you were doing like a weird poem about plants. <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> that was that, yeah. There's some freestyle That's the jazz. End. <laughs> Water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that story about the cheese. Like the the guy played different types of music. Yeah. And like for some reason, I remember like a tribe called Quest yielded a good cheese result for some reason. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why that uh-huh. particular maybe it had to do with the beat or something maybe. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think plants like to hear sounds. I think it just helps them. I don't know why, but it does seem to have a positive effect on uh, on their growth. Maybe it's any living uh, organism. Yeah, that could be. Kind of like, um, <laughs> kind of like the 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 stuff in Ghostbusters. Remember, when it's in the toaster, and like they start oh, the, playing the, music, and then it starts bouncing around. The ectoplasm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think of the word. <laughs> yeah. You're right. I think the I think living organisms do react to other stimuli of of some kind. Mm-hmm. You don't need to have ears to hear music. It, it might be might be just like a, uh, the um, like the vibrations. Sound, yeah, the sound elements. That, yeah, yeah, vibrations. That's a good way to because, waves. That's the word. Yeah, like a plant wouldn't doesn't have ears, right? No, no, mm-mm. no. So it wouldn't be hearing and interpreting sound in the way that we would hear and interpret sound. But there's definitely some kind of. But like you said, maybe it's some kind of a. Uh, 
a vibration or like the sound wave maybe mixes up something in them like it mixes up me when i get on the dance floor yeah oh i got geranium toes <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh yeah. tiptoe through the tulips <laughs> with your geranium toes <laughs> but yeah i don't think and like you were mentioning earlier too about performers like musicians too re- rely on some kind of an energy from the audience to kind of mm-hmm. fuel the performance a little bit too so without that and it's just kind of an empty uh situation uh that's also got to be kind of unsatisfying as a performer as well but with having plants in the audience it i'm sure it reverberates sound maybe somewhat in a similar way as it would if it was uh people yes, in the audience so maybe like the sound travels in a similar way and then bounces back to the musicians so then they feel like right you know they have an actual audience feel like feel like something is there you know speaking i was thinking too as we were talking i remember seeing something about a concert uh some story about a concert this week and it had i think it was garth brooks maybe is doing like a quote-unquote concert but it's like you go to a drive-in and watch him perform somewhere Hmm. that's coming out so that's um i don't i mean you definitely lose something when you're not there in person like watching a concert movie or watching a live performance on television is it's exciting if it's like your favorite performer or yeah. something you're interested in, but yeah. you can't replicate that sort of live experience. And I don't think being outside watching it on a drive-in with people several feet away, I don't mm-hmm. know if that's really... There's a reason why we go to live shows still. Yeah. And why we don't just watch everything on television. It's because we have it in our DNA, so to speak, that we enjoy that human connection by being in the same energy facility yeah uh either amongst other audience members or the performer themselves and it goes right back to the uh dawn of sort of civilized culture and mm-hmm. like greece or, uh, or rome mm-hmm. uh you know people going to see performances that's, that's just something that we've always done as a society mm-hmm. and maybe even before that I and mean, we just don't uh have any have evidence a record of it or record of it mm-hmm. yeah um so, so it's definitely something that's very primal and we need to connect with somehow yeah and it takes and it, and it changes every generation i mean going to a concert currently looks different than what going to a concert would have looked like 50 or 60 years ago but right. you're still getting the same out of it just uh there's just different technologies and styles in, involved and stuff like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but yeah, that's really interesting. Like the idea, like the whole concert thing, I think the plants would be great. And I think that, um, I just imagine a bunch of like satisfied house plants, like with, uh, opera singer t-shirts on from the merch stand, like yeah. shuffling their way out of the theater and just yeah. be having a real great time. Feeling really happy. Feeling complete. Like on a, a music high. Feeling like they've been pollinated with music. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Kevin, what about headline number two? French chef combats restaurant closure by creating gourmet food kit. That's an interesting idea. I like this. Yeah. I Uh, mean, you want to up your game. Yeah. Go to the, go to the real deal. The uh, gourmet. Uh, yeah, because we, uh, we've all been sort of, I mean, not we all have, but there's certainly food, uh, food by mail kits. What do you call that stuff? (laughs) Yeah, I would say it's a food kit. Yeah. Like the, like HelloFresh or Blue Apron and things Mm -hmm. like that are Mm -hmm. very popular. 
um, where you kind of are given instructions, you're given the ingredients needed to create something. Yeah. Um, but the idea of taking that up another level with some kind of professional sort of chef mm-hmm. involvement sounds pretty interesting. Yeah. I would be interested in something like that. I know. Me too. I mean, I don't know much about French cuisine, but this would be a great way to learn. I don't either. I, I couldn't name one French dish, I don't think. Um, French onion soup. There we go. Escargot. Okay. Uh, French dip. Uh, close. Yes. Yeah, that would be one. Yeah. Uh, French dip. Um, uh, uh. I feel like they use a lot of fondue. That's oh, the word I was looking for. Oh, there we for. go. Nicely done. Fondue. I feel like French food involves a lot of like wine and stuff like that. Yeah. Like a like chicken marsala. Is that like French? Maybe that sounds like it. Sounds like it. Yeah, I'm not really familiar with French food mm-hmm. per se. French fries. That's a classic. French fry. Oh, good old American classic right there. <laughs> <laughs> French toast. We had that French yesterday. French toast. We did. Tiffany made some killer French toast yesterday, you guys. You, if you're in Buffalo, hit us up and we'll we'll hook you up with some French toast. I guess. <laughs> not really. please don't call us <laughs> we will not answer <laughs> that french toast is mine <laughs> uh yeah yeah so uh yeah, I don't really know a lot about French food. Um, we've tried, we've tried like the the meal kits before. Yes, and uh, that seems pretty easy to follow along. Yeah, we have. We've done we've done some meal kitting stuff, but uh, for us as non meat eaters, we found some of the options to be limiting in what we um, in what was available, and a lot of the things that we made we're certainly kind of very more fancy variations of things that we've kind of already kind of created on our own, Mm -hmm. but they did give us a lot of great ideas for future uh, meals though. I think we got really some good inspirations there Yeah, and it's good. It's definitely good stuff. And I mean, especially if we don't, if you're not one that is uh, a good cook on your own, that's Mm -hmm. kind of a good way to, follow directions and figure out how to do it. Yeah. And that's my problem is the whole directions thing. For me, that's something I need help with in general. And uh, your face says it all right now. Cause you, I know you agree wholeheartedly with that. <laughs> I do, but I was listening intently. Yeah. <laughs> like we made uh, the other week, we made some flatbreads for pizzas and I did not listen to the recipe as well as I should have and added way too much water. But Tiffany was able to, salvage it mm-hmm. but uh things like that like I, I you have to be very precise with cooking and that's the, my downfall i'm good with simple math and i feel like for me cooking translates well with that mm. so yeah um i was gonna say in regards to the food kits like we would always find a way to dylan them dylan them up <laughs> by adding our own touches and adding our own things to it that is true yeah because some of the meal kits we got were very they're heavy like they're meatless but there was no like protein meat substitute involved it was just yeah. all vegetables so we had to kind of get creative with our own uh, available resources Pro- yeah. and proteins yeah. yeah tofus and whatnot mm-hmm. yeah. Seatins <laughs> and what have you's we're uh yeah we're pretty good about that i think um i i as a person myself, I'm someone who uh, thinks outside the box. I'll follow the directions and I'll see what's going on, calculate it, and then probably add something on my own. Yeah, you're not afraid to, to spice things up a little bit, throw in your own <laughs> twist. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> That's why I married you. 
<laughs> um, I wonder if this, you know, what would be interesting too with this French chef. It would be interesting if you, they were to like maybe include, depending on the price, like would you pay a little bit more for something like this? If it included like a little thumb drive of like a video of like how to prepare stuff. Oh yeah, probably. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Especially if it was somebody sort of established, like somebody kind of not necessarily like a celebrity, like a Guy Fieri. But maybe somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Were you waiting for like a crowd cheer there? I really was. I was waiting for uh, fireworks to go off. (laughs) It is the 4th of July after all. Um, Yeah, I would, I would pay a little extra for that kind of, uh, tutelage i would think that it probably wouldn't be on a thumb drive it would just be a website directing you to go to there with like a certain um password of something as as part of your membership yeah yeah to view the and follow along like your own private uh julia child yes for some reason i thought you're gonna say your own private julia louis dreyfus (laughs) your own private julia louis dreyfus (laughs) giving you cooking lessons (laughs) as the professional she is. I, um, I think for us, I I think, um, maybe this meal kit, not only is this helping, helping, uh, the restaurant owner, uh, salvage their business in a, in a unique way, but it's also allowing, um, consumers to be presented with more of a challenge than the traditional food kit. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, uh, and plus it gives you something to do too. Like you can't really, there's not much, uh, you can do for entertainment in some cases around the house. So you're, so cooking mm-hmm. kind of becomes a, like the process becomes part of the experience, right? I think a lot of people have found that. Yeah, we certainly have to some degree. We've always been good, uh, making stuff together, but yeah, that's definitely, we've definitely changed, uh, upped our game a little bit over the last couple months. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, I think you're right. You know, restaurants are struggling. This is a great way to kind of uh, recoup some of those revenues because, you know, like the like the opera thing, you know, when you go to a restaurant, do you want to be surrounded by people? I'd rather be surrounded by plants at this point still. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know if I'm ready for someone to be a foot away from me uh, mm, eating no. food. Mm-mm. Even when we were up, uh, when we were on our little vacation, we stopped in and grabbed a pizza from a pizza place there. And... And when I walked in, uh, it was your, tr- your traditional current setup with the plexiglass everywhere. And I got my pizza. And then instead of going, you weren't able to go out the door you came in. So they ushered you around the corner. And then you had to walk through a dining area where there were tables of people eating on either side of the aisle, like within feet of each other. I'm like, why would you want to do that right now? Have within you, six you feet not, of each other? They were definitely within six feet, for mm-hmm, sure. Mm-hmm. It's like, have you guys watched the news? I mean, do you, why <laughs> would you do this? <laughs> to be fair, it's not as uh, thick up there. That's uh, true. Both with people and uh, COVID. So yeah. um, it was probably not as risky up there, but obviously people are still taking similar precautions as they should be with you know social distancing yeah. and stuff. And I, of also, course... Oh, oh, go ahead. I forgot my mask when I went to get the pizza. So I just, I held my breath and I like skipped my way through <laughs> between the two groups of people. <laughs> I wanted to get out there as quickly as possible. Also, we were really excited to eat this pizza. So yeah, that good. is also true. Mm-hmm. It's delicious pizza. Yeah. Yeah. I think this would be a really fun idea. I think I would, maybe it wouldn't be something I subscribe to, but maybe no, it would be yeah. something that I would try maybe a couple of times just to maybe learn some new culinary skills yeah absolutely i enjoy cooking but i also don't have the 
ability to quit my job and just go to culinary school. So <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be great though? Quitting our jobs. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I, was, yeah. I was focused on that first That's half. a daydream. <laughs> Good one. I love it. Yeah. But, um, I, I'm, I'm sure there's lots of other things out there. Like, uh, well, like something easy usually is like fondue. I assume that's just like melty cheese, right? Yeah. So, um, and then like chocolate fondue, which we've done before. It's just like melted chocolate. A lot of melting of things. Is it fondue just melting stuff? I don't know. I don't know either. But there is like a thing, right? Like there's like a thing you dip. Mm-hmm. Like a tooth, like a long toothpick, like, sure. like a skewer. Yeah. I think with that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure what the hell you find. I'm not sure how you find do. How do you find do? How do you find do? Um, I'm all about melty cheese and melty chocolates. Yeah. I know uh, brie cheese is a specific type of French cheese. Mm-hmm. That's all I know. That's and, it. And uh, crumpets. Nope, those That's aren't French. That's English. Yep, never mind. I guess I really don't know anything French. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, I think this is telling us that we should probably go to France, try a few baguettes. There you go. Maybe you just didn't enjoy uh, French culture for a little bit. Enjoy the smell of some cigarettes around us. Oh, that's a great smell. And, uh, yeah. Oh, you know, speaking of uh, France, we were watching the new season of Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix. Oh, my God, you guys. I love it so much. It's, it's very good. You're, you're going to enjoy it. The little image of Robert Stack at the end of the intro is my favorite thing ever. Yeah, it is really, it is really sweet. He's and great. Very exciting. But the, each episode is like one topic, which is a little bit different than the classic uh, Unsolved. Mm-hmm. But uh, there isn't, there was an episode that takes place uh, that's about a French family, and it takes, and there's a lot of uh, uh, footage as they interview people in Versailles. I think they were in. Yes. And holy cow, what a beautiful place that is! So now that's on our list of places we'd like to go. Yeah, absolutely. We could definitely try some French cuisine while we're there. I'm sure mm-hmm. they probably have like a Fridays there, or like a, uh, a Fridays <laughs> or a Chili's. Right? They got a Chili's yeah, in Versailles. They, <laughs> yep. <laughs> sure they do <laughs> just in case you know i was listening to something speaking of fridays i was listen, listening to something this morning and they were talking about how in um i think it's in tokyo maybe or somewhere in like a city in japan there was a there's a tgi fridays like they're they were talking about a tgi fridays there and it just blew my mind that people in other countries would also want to go to a place called TGI Fridays. Well, don't they have, they have McDonald's there too, right? Yeah, I guess they do. I guess that, yeah. I guess that kind of food it's just kind of translates. Yeah, it just seems so weird though. It's like, it's not like the best food, food. you know, yeah. but it's like, you wouldn't think that like other countries would be clamoring for like a hamburger with an onion ring on top of it or whatever the hell <laughs> Fridays does. <laughs> Maybe they feel that way about some of the sushi we eat <laughs> like look at these dummies <laughs> that that's true that you're probably correct. they're not even eating the fresh stuff straight from our coast plus the idea that's true too plus the idea of like a fridays in a major city in, in another part of the world it's like um it's like time like i just imagine like Times square and there's like like a friday is a Times square it's like you when you're in japan you would want to go somewhere different maybe than yeah a chain i don't yeah. know but i guess some there's people, an appeal everywhere for that, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose if there, there's always like that chance where there's a tourist there who's like, I need something that's kind of like home. Yeah, yeah. And that's so true. that's why people go to Olive Garden in, in Times Square. That's true. Because when you're there, you're family. 
and I got family everywhere. And I got family everywhere. Including right here in Manhattan. Yeah. (laughs) What a great Chicago accent, Kevin. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) Kevin, headline number three, nearsighted grandpappy calls authorities upon seeing a crowd of faces in the sky. Uh, This sounds like a man who is having an episode. Okay, so um, I don't. Near, you don't think there's any other possibility? Nearsighted grandpappy calls authorities when he sees his faces in the sky. Yeah. Nearsighted. So nearsighted means you can see up close well, but not far away well. Right. Okay. So he looked up at the sky and saw a bunch of faces looking back at him. Well, I mean, yeah. What could that, what could that possibly be? Maybe he saw something on his glasses. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Maybe his glasses are. uh, Maybe his glasses are made of silly putty and they accidentally fell onto the Sunday funnies. Uh huh. And then we put him back on. He had he saw several small faces from the comics in his line of vision. That's a strong possibility. I think I solved this caper. Wow. (laughs) You did it. (laughs) Uh, Why go any further? Yep. All right. Well, the real story is. Grandpappy. So Sunday funnies. That's got to be it. Yeah, I think I think that's. Uh, I'd make a terrible detective. I think. You don't know that. <laughs> Examine the evidence. You did. Sit. Perfect. And I came up with a crazy out of the blue, out of the blue. Like S- blue sky. Blue sky. Faces in the sky. I think I solved it. Lucy. <laughs> Have you ever uh, hallucinated? No. No. Yeah, me neither. I've always been too afraid to. I've always wanted to. Have you always wanted to? No, I don't know. I don't think I've ever really wanted to, but I never, I was always afraid to do it. You've uh, always been afraid to hallucinate? Yeah. Well, yeah. What? Haven't you? Been afraid to hallucinate? Yeah. Like if somebody was like, hey, want to try these mushrooms? They'll make you hallucinate. I would be terrified. The hallucination doesn't terrify me. It's the drug itself that's scary to me. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Huh. I'm also very much a person of logic and intellectual uh, thinking, so I would probably have a hard time allowing my brain to be like, wow, I'm seeing shit that's not there. Yeah, I'd be afraid of what I'd come up with sometimes too, I think. I assume that's why I've never seen a ghost except for that one time. And I've only heard them. Because maybe my brain just won't allow me to perceive that. That's true. Maybe your brain, yeah, maybe your brain would filter it out mm-hmm. if it saw something. Yeah. That could be. Yeah. What else could it be? A series of faces in the sky. Could it be just like a, he couldn't see and it was just like a, like a, that was just, well, some of those airplanes going by with like banners on them or something like that. Yeah. That could definitely be it. Maybe he was just uh, trying to interpret what he was seeing and yeah. that's what he saw. Right. Right. Uh huh. Why would you, I mean, if you, if you were to see a series of faces in the sky, would you tell anybody about it or would you just like, it must've been concerning enough that he wanted to call and tell someone about it. Yeah. So he called the authorities. So he, what would you call the police and what do you tell them? You see a series of faces in the sky or an invasion of something. It, oh, that could be too. An invasion it could mm-hmm. be an invasion of the, of the faces. Yeah. A face invasion. A face face fashion yeah that's it (laughs) that old song by the go-go's face fashion Uh all i ever wanted all i ever wanted (laughs) 
Yeah, I don't. Or it could be a or maybe birds. Could it be like birds? And maybe like the the wing, the V, the like angry eyes looking at him. Yeah, that could definitely be. <laughs> yeah. What if he thinks they're aliens or something? That could be. I guess if you thought you were seeing aliens, you probably would call. But wouldn't you would? I guess you would. You would think that someone else would see that too. But and yeah. you've already done so. But you never know. It's like when your power goes out, you still call the power company, even though you mm-hmm. assume everyone else is calling because you never know. You no one else may. Everyone may just may be assuming you're doing it. Right. And right. No one's doing exactly. It themselves, you exactly. Know? That that happens a lot. So if you see faces in the sky, I guess you would kind of call somewhere. Would you call 911? I don't know. I don't know. What would I do if I saw faces in the sky? I'm trying to think of what I would do. I would definitely get my my phone out and start recording right away. Yeah. And I would probably have the, I would probably like fumble an old man it and like not record it. I'd take a cell. I'd, I'd have like a five minute selfie of myself on video. Right. Not yeah. the actual thing I wanted to record. That makes sense. Cause that seems to be what happens nowadays. Uh, what about kites? What if it's just oh, like it a bunch be. of kites? Like could be kites with faces on them. Yeah. Maybe kites with like emojis on them or something like that. Yeah. Like police, there's a flying pile of poop with eyes coming at me. <laughs> <laughs> because people have been trying to do like different things for people's uh, you oh, know, graduations yeah, or yeah. birthdays. So maybe this was a way to connect with someone and he wasn't a part of it, but he just misinterpreted uh, that what could he was be. seeing. That could be. I was imagining, I just had the image of, um, you know how like in... I think it's in um, like in Asian countries, maybe I feel like I've seen parades where there's like a, like a dragony type thing that people mm-hmm. are kind of operating it. Sure. Like, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yep. I know exactly. Like, what you imagine mean. seeing that and not expecting it and not knowing what that was. Yeah. And being like, if someone were to start doing that in your neighborhood and be, mm-hmm. and you're like nearsighted and you're like, Oh my God, there's like a, there's a, a dragon floating five feet off the ground yeah. running down the street right now. Someone help. It's like, <laughs> it's like when we were driving through rural Pennsylvania and you were driving and <laughs> I, I looked off to the side and I didn't expect there to be a drive in there, but I saw Kermit the frog. So <laughs> I, for about two seconds had a moment of what is that <laughs> and then i was like oh it's kermit it's just kermit it's at least it's a like giant a, screen <laughs> even like a giant kermit is scary it's like the stay puff marshmallow you don't man. Ex- yeah it's still scary it's giant <laughs> <laughs> no matter how innocent yeah i thought of the most innocent thing <laughs> yeah that's so funny yeah, it's, 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 when you're not expecting there to be something there. Yeah, I never thought about it. It could be like kites. It could be like kites with like like a design on it that look like faces maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or it could be like a drone, maybe some kind of drone with like a... Because I've seen footage of like drones that are made to look like... Like I remember seeing a drone that look, looked like a witch on a broom flying around <laughs> yeah and th- that kind of thing i mean if you're not expecting that and you're it's not, alarming that can be very alarming you know especially something like that it's like a classic thing that's you know meant to be scary yeah meant to be scary than to actually see it outside mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. pretty pretty crazy mm-hmm. or, yeah like the yeah i guess i never thought of it that way it could be like kites or uh or a drone or some kind of um like a flag of some kind, maybe there's some kind of thing where there were people are waiting. Well, it was up in the sky though. So maybe, mm-hmm. maybe it wouldn't be a flag per se, but something like a kite would be, could be up there mm-hmm. or people were like throwing like a giant beach ball up in the air with a face on it or something mm-hmm. like that. You could be mm-hmm. seeing that. Yeah. Know? Or uh, maybe, it, maybe it was, um, 
uh, Flaming Lips concert where all the band members were in those giant bubbles and they yeah. just happened to be that makes sense launched up into the sky. That could be it. It could be. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. If you're not expecting it. Mm-hmm. We've I know we've talked about that before. Some like your brain will kind of fill in and kind of create something that's not there sometimes to try to it'll take the information that's there and then try to fill in the blanks for you mm-hmm. like we've talked about seeing things out of the corner of our eyes and like the ludicrous things our brain thinks it is momentarily case in point i'm gonna bring it up again when you thought you saw someone in a marching band in the office one day <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, or like um if you're looking at like our shower and our apartment has tiles in it and it's they're not textured, but they're like kind of marbly looking. Like a stone. It's like a stone. Yeah. Situation. Yeah. So it's easy to, to look at it. It's the same thing as when you're like staring up at the sky and looking into clouds. Like your brain can take these shapes and forms and then make a picture of what seems to logically make sense. So like in our shower tiles, like I can see like a gorilla face, (laughs) but I can also see like a weird jester face in another spot, you know? So like your brain will make it see what makes sense. Yeah. As long as you're not seeing a face and like the eyes are moving behind it, like Scooby-Doo ghost picture style that's right yeah <laughs> yeah as long as that's not happening in the shower then all good <laughs> and that's speaking of ghosts though that's a lot, a lot of times like we're not ghost hunting experts by any chance but we've certainly over the years have dabbled here and there and we've read a lot about stuff and we've watched a lot of things but um a common um kind of thing that happens with ghosts like people that think they've seen ghosts or have ghost pictures i should say is a lot of the pictures that we've seen that are supposedly pictures of ghosts it's just like a blob like it could be like it doesn't if you if you go into it wanting it to be that thing un- uncle gary that mm-hmm. you think is haunting the house then yes then that blob is going to be uncle gary to you but yeah but to, to us who have no vested interest it's just nothing it's yeah. just a nothing exactly uh, your brain will kind of matrix and things together and mm-hmm. kind of find try to find a pattern where there's not one that exists or try to find a familiarity mm-hmm. in something that maybe isn't there Right. Uh, our brain wants to make sense of that, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, and it will sometimes uh, sort of betray us, you know, because, yeah. it, you know, we, um, similar to like witnesses, even something simple like that, like people that witness something happening, uh-huh. uh, everybody has a different, uh, could have a different story. And our it, brains pick up different points right. of information. Like one event happened, one, one specific thing happened, but 20 people that observed it will all have a different recollection of what the person looked like what they were wearing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. etc and that's just the uh, something that's that's just uh, how our brains are yeah There's, exactly. they're not dumb people that didn't remember what the person looked like it's, it's not like they didn't all see the same thing it's right. just how their brains interpret it's it how the brains interpret it mm-hmm. and my brain interprets it as a plant mm-hmm. it was a plant that did it mm-hmm. yeah. the whole time the whole time yeah it was a plant ghost yep yeah well, Kevin, <laughs> one of these headlines is real. Well, that's crazy because these are all wacky. So we have uh, Barcelona Opera. Mm-hmm. We have the French chef. Mm-hmm. And we have the guy seeing faces in the sky. Yeah. I'm going to guess the French chef is the real story. That is a fake headline. Okay. How about the opera? 
That is a real headline. <laughs> I love it. Tell me more about the plants. This is fantastic. I love this idea. <laughs> um. <laughs> I was kind of hoping it was the guy, the, uh, the, the last story that was real. Cause I wanted to hear what this was. <laughs> with the faces in the sky. <laughs> okay. So this comes from NPR and it's a Barcelona opera reopens with an audience of plants. You want to see a picture? <laughs> Oh my God, that is a lot of plants. I know. That's way more than I imagined. Yeah. Holy cow. It's an actual audience of plants. Wow. This looks like a very beautiful theater, by the way. It really does. In uh, Barcelona, uh, which would be a really cool place to visit, I'm sure. When Barcelona's Liceu op- Opera opened for its first concert since mid-March, it did so with a full house of plants. The Grand Teatre del Liceu filled its 2,292 seats with plants for a performance by the Uchili Quartet, which it called a prelude to its 2020-2021 season. The string quartet serenaded its leafy audience with Giacomo Puccini's Crescentemi in a performance that was also made available to its human listeners via live stream. After a strange, painful period, the creator... The Liceu's artistic director and curator, Blanca de la Torre, offer us a different perspective for our return to activity, a perspective that brings us closer to something as essential as our relationship with nature. The plants came from a local the plants came from local nurseries and will be donated along with a certificate from the artist to 2,292 healthcare professionals, specifically the Hospital Clinic of Barcelona. Oh, that's really nice. Organizers wrote that they wanted to recognize the work of healthcare providers who have served on the toughest front in a battle of unprecedented for our generations. You know, I think we forget about this. Like I, you know, we hear in our, in, in the United States, there is a lot of sort of unrest where people are like, we got to get back out there and get them not wearing a mask. And I got to go. We forget that this is the global pandemic. It's not just affecting us here in Buffalo, but people in Barcelona mm-hmm. and the healthcare workers that worldwide have, have worked around the clock to care for people. And it's just like, we forget the gravity of it. Sometimes I feel mm-hmm. like, I feel like we feel like it's just like this thing that's happening in our state or in our city. It's happening every corner of the world in Barcelona, in mm-hmm. Baghdad, in Sydney. I mean, Tokyo, every Everywhere. place has had to deal with this and mm-hmm. every place had to do some kind of lockdown because we just did not have the medicine to and cure still it. Don't. And we still don't. Yeah. We have no way to fight it except to hide, yeah. which is what I've done with my feelings my entire life. <laughs> Take it from me. It works. <laughs> <laughs> I think that we, um, we could definitely relate to how it felt to be like when we were with my dad, he lives in a pretty rural place. It's very country. Um, and very isolated from any other person. And while we were there, it was easy to forget about what was going on in the rest of the world. And, um, it was really nice to reconnect with nature and just feel that, uh, serenity, Mm -hmm. I guess, um, that we haven't been able to experience in a while. Yeah. And, um, so I, I can definitely see how even in this sort of experience where they decided to play to plants, um, how that can really um, play an important role to 
us as humans in terms of our relationship with nature and like mother Earth. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spain ended its national state of emergency on Sunday, so that was a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. lifting a lockdown that had been in place for three months. Mm. According to the country's phased-in reopening plan, establishments such as theaters, cinemas, establishments such as theaters and cinemas can operate with capacity restrictions. The venue statement addressed this gradual return to a new normal. The LCU welcomes and leads a highly symbolic act that defends the value of art, music, and nature as a letter of introduction to our return to activity. It read. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I, I feel like for myself, like I just you just kind of forget about the the grand scale of all of this and just how mm-hmm. it's just uh, you forget it and like you lose like you said you lose touch with even nature just being like I was never an outdoorsman I grew up indoors I never went outside right but just being out in the woods and, and fishing and and being in a boat along the creek it was just like heavenly to be outside because mm-hmm. it was just oh this is so nice yeah we haven't been able to experience that without a feeling of stress yes in several months because every time we go outside like even if we go for a walk around our neighborhood we have to be on high alert for other people because we have to constantly like cross the street or right. make sure that we walk into or the walk street in the street yeah right um that's just to just to avoid being close to people and that's i mean that's such a challenge mm-hmm. That's a huge challenge. It really is. Not that we want to be near people. Don't get us wrong. Yeah. Get away from us. Ugh, gross. Grodies. You grodies. But yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Like looking a block ahead and seeing a couple. Okay. Well, this couple is coming towards us. Well, all right, well, we'll be the ones that step into the road. They're, they, yeah. they look older. Yeah. They're more of like a respect thing for for us. We're always like, yeah, they're, they're older. We'll go into the road. Mm-hmm. We, you know, if someone's younger, if someone looks younger than us, I expect them to step into the road. That's I don't <laughs> know why that is. Yeah. That's the higher. That's the COVID hierarchy of walking that I have in my head. <laughs> and for and for us, I'm, I mean, I'm sure there are other people who have uh, different experiences, but uh, for us, this is the first time where we've had to go walk outside and have like an even more heightened experience of uh, being on edge or um, uh, like constant flight or fight mode mm-hmm. of, of what our, our bodies are naturally attuned to do to protect ourselves. And that includes like going to the grocery store um, where you have to constantly like be kind of even more aware of what's going on around mm-hmm. you. At least you should be. And if right. you're not, you're doing something very wrong. Yeah. And I think most people have not, were not, have not been aware of their, of themselves or the surroundings for a long time when you go to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. And so now it's even worse when, when you're yeah. kind of trying to avoid contact with people. Yeah. So sometimes it's just like, it feels exhausting. I don't know how to explain it. And just like, yeah, you're just like constantly exhausted when you go out into public. And so that time that we were able to spend in nature was a much needed relief. It really was. Yeah. I really want to just get in the car and drive back there right now. <laughs> also, I miss my dad. Oh, me too. Um, okay. All right. Well, folks, we'll be right back after these messages. Boy, am I parched. But do I want coffee or soda? Why not have both? What? Who are you? Ah, Don't worry about me. I'm here to tell you that with Marcola coffee syrup, you can have both. What? Well, tell me how. 
know? Well, for example, Marcola coffee soda is made with Marcola coffee syrup, sparkling water, and a twist of lemon. Wow, that sounds like a real flavor journey. It is. Go to drinkmarcola.com for this recipe and more. Wow, thanks, random guy. Everybody loves the coffee soda. Everybody loves to drink Marcola. Fake Headlines Podcast is sponsored by Kitty Box Press. Kitty Box Press is an independently owned print shop located in Rochester, New York. Each piece is handcrafted using only eco-friendly materials, resulting in a beautiful artisan work. With no minimum orders, no setup fee, and made with lots of love, Kitty Box Press wants to be your go-to screen printer. Kitty Box Press can print just about anything from t-shirts to totes to posters and invitations. Follow Kitty Box Press on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to visit them at kittyboxpress.com for more information. Thanks, Kitty Box Press. Thank you. Right now, switch your family to T-Mobile and get four lines for $25 a line with AutoPay and 5G access included on America's largest 5G network. So don't wait. Get unlimited and nationwide 5G access for the whole family for just $25 a line. Visit a T-Mobile store or T-Mobile.com today. Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 480p. Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit and full plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. See T-Mobile.com. Right now, switch your family to T-Mobile and get four lines for $25 a line with AutoPay and 5G access included on America's largest 5G network. So don't wait. Get unlimited and nationwide 5G access for the whole family for just $25 a line. Visit a T-Mobile store or T-Mobile.com today. Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 480p. Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit and full plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. See T-Mobile.com. Okay, Kevin, hit me with your three headlines. All right, Tiff. Here we go. Headline number one. drive through haunted house leads to drive through demolition derby. <laughs> Drive-through haunted house leads to drive-through demolition derby. Okay. Headline number two: Several arrested when illegal fireworks show knocks out neighborhood internet. Several arrested when illegal fireworks show knocks out neighborhood internet. Okay. And headline number three: Pair hired for man's sexual fantasy. Turn up in bedroom at wrong address with machetes. Pair hired for man's sexual fantasy. Turn up in a bedroom at a wrong address with machetes. Well, that explains your giggling before you read these. Yep. Sorry, dad. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Our parents listen to the show. Yep. Yep. Uh, wrong address. I forgot what I was writing. I got so distracted. <laughs> I know. And machetes. Oh, boy. I've been struggling with these headlines all evening up until this moment. All right. Like, I'm worried about dad or mom hearing this, but not like millions of strangers. Yeah, because we don't have to impress them. That's true. Well, we kind of have to impress everybody. That's... Shut up, Kevin. You're making no, it worse. God, I'm in my head now. God dang. Oh, son of a gun. <laughs> well, let's Please start... like us. <laughs> well, let's start with the easier one. Parents love us. <laughs> we We're need just... your approval a lot of times. 
I need I need everyone's approval. That's why I'm on Facebook. <laughs> okay, so drive through haunted house Lee? turns into a demolition derby. Demolition derby, yeah. Okay. So what do you think happened there? Eesh. I well, think someone needed a career change and they were like, you know what? I'm tired of jumping out of this bale of hay. I'm ready to take it up to the next level and ride out on a car. <laughs> <laughs> that was that's the natural escalation of such a such an employee. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Uh, seasonal seasonal work man you yeah. know what i mean like a haunted house it, i mean you could do it year round but is the interest really there i don't know right. probably not it probably depends on where you're at right like if you were in like uh salem massachusetts maybe you could have a year-round haunted house yeah or uh, clifton hill in niagara falls canada i think there's a haunted house there that's year-round isn't it maybe, oh is it maybe i don't know not. I I don't maybe know. it's not but yeah, there's only a tiny little window of time, right? Yeah. I mean, if you're specifically talking about the house or the museum of wax, uh, the uh, Louis, Tuss- Louis Tussauds. Louis Tussauds. <laughs> Louis Tussauds. Um, uh, uh, museum. The wax Museum. Wax Museum. Yeah. Then, yeah, that's a year-round horror show. That is a year-round horror that's show. That's terrifying. That place is haunted AF. Yeah. It is so creepy in there. <laughs> if you go back to uh, January of 2019, uh, in our Fake Headlines archives, there is an episode where we discuss our trip to a very terrible wax museum in uh, Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada, where the celebrities just, they just looked, they weren't quite there. They weren't They're quite like the right. leftovers. Yeah. 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 It's like, uh, it's, Louis Tussauds. it's like every male celebrity looked the same. Every female celebrity looked the same, just some different wigs on them. It was pretty bad. Yeah. But it was a good time. We had a great time, but it it's did very feel, creepy in there. It did feel very haunted. Like Tiffany and I were the only ones in there, probably because everyone else knew how terrible it was, but it did feel super spooky in there. To be fair, it was like 20 below in Niagara Falls, Canada. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> Not a lot of tourists. <laughs> yeah, it was like ice. Like the hotel we had, we stayed at uh, right next to the falls. Uh, they had a warning that they're like, your car is going to just get covered in ice if you park here. And just so you know. Sure enough, it did. They were right. It was just encased in ice, yeah. all the vehicles that were there. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, yeah. But yeah. So, so go back and check out that episode. As we're <laughs> <laughs> so there's, uh, so this demolition derby is going to turn in from a haunted house. Yeah. So I think what happens is maybe people were like panicking and uh, because it maybe it was too much and cars were colliding into one another maybe this was a socially distant uh um turn of events where it was the best way that they could take what they had and turn it into something uh different but works with uh the new social norms for the time being well that's that is true i mean because i mean we've uh, in the years past have gone on haunted hayrides so i'm assuming this coming fall we're not going to be ready to have to sit on a a wagon with strangers yet and uh we'll probably be driving through these kinds of things right but what if uh all of a sudden there's a big car pile up that you're involved in that would be not be good no no because i could see myself getting so terrified i would like throw it in reverse and peel out of there and then crash into someone and then that causes another car to crash into someone next thing you know i think you're discouraging the haunted hayride car drive through 
uh, for this fall. So guess what? That's not going to happen now. So <laughs> I think you've explained all the bad things that could happen. Good, good. <laughs> um, also, I think you've also explained how this turned into a demolition derby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they tried it. It didn't work. Didn't work. Now it's a demolition derby. <laughs> exactly. And there are people along the sides, usually people dressed up as ghouls, cheering you on like, yeah. Right. Wave, uh, spinning chains around, I think. Or Is that what they do? I don't know. I feel like at a, I feel like people that go to a demolition derby are like are like waving baseball bats and chains and like just they're real i just imagine like all of those <laughs> animated crowds that you see in wrestling video games <laughs> that's what i just imagine someone standing up and sitting down yeah yeah <laughs> like one arm motion <laughs> there's, there's like one sign but it's repeated throughout <laughs> <laughs> I spent a lot of time with those audience members. <laughs> Trust me, I'd rather have seen plants. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> have you ever been to a demolition derby before? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I, def- mm. I don't think I have either. No. Uh, not really anyone in my family had an interest in that, I don't think. Hmm. I My cousin was a race car driver, but I never saw him race. No. No. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been to a demolition derby. Well, you know, no, I think we did. I think at our, um, we would have a, the 4-H group in our little town would hold a fair every year. That was the big, the 4-H fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, where they would bring in like a, uh, they, you know, you bring in the tilt-a-whirl and the mm-hmm. thing. the All the rides and the everything. The rides and all that, the games. Ferris wheel? Ferris wheel, yeah. And the food and all that. So I'm, I'm guessing that's like a traveling thing that you hire to come in to the town for the day. I don't know how. Sure. I don't know how fairs work. But I believe uh, one of the entertainment events there one year was a, a demolition derby that we watched. Oh, wow. So it's just like a bunch of old beat up cars. And you just. Yeah, uh, they pretty much paint them up like what you would for like a race, but they're they're meant to get crashed into. Yeah, it's kind of like. Um, it's Mad Max, like, <laughs> Fury Road. Uh, mixed with bumper cars, but without the protective bumpers. <laughs> right. If I was demo- in a demolition derby, I would be in the beat-up car just spinning around in the corner, missing out on everything. Yeah. That was always the bum- bumper car I ended up in. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> um, that doesn't sound so bad. You know, when I worked at uh, Darien Lake Theme Park back in the uh, early 90s, uh, we were hey guys, it's, it's time for Kevin's Darien Lake story time. <laughs> we, I worked, uh, my first summer there was in the, uh, area that had, uh, amusement park rides for children. And one of them was bumper cars for kids, mm-hmm. but that didn't stop us grown people from sitting on them and driving them around to the point where we would uh, break them because they weren't meant to carry teenage bodies in teenage children. <laughs> so there would always be like a half dozen broken down cars in the corner and we would always get reprimanded to stop riding the bumper cars yeah you freaking monsters was, they're for kids it was too fun <laughs> you can't stop us i teach kids to crash and in, crash into each other like why why was that a ride idea yeah i don't know like their only experience with driving before they have to like actually start driving is is crashing right like, well, how about they should have like a safe driving thing for kids <laughs> to teach them. <laughs> it's called driver's ed. It's a game. You sit on the bumper cars on a track. You have to stop, look both ways, use your hand hey, signals. Hey, kids, line up for uh, driver's ed. <laughs> New at the theme park. First, you gotta stand in line and get your picture taken and fill out this application for a license. Brought to you by Progressive. <laughs> you know, like that commercial. <laughs> Progressive theme park. 
<laughs> Save 10% on your car insurance. Uh, they do not sponsor us in any sort of way. Yes. The views expressed on Fake Headlines podcast do not represent those of the Progressive Insurance Corporation. Although, if they would like to uh, give us money, that would be cool, too. Yeah, we are shameless. <laughs> we'll take your money. <laughs> we save money with Limu Emu <laughs> and Duck. <laughs> uh, yeah, that I, um, I loved bumper cars when I was a kid, though. I thought that was yeah. so fun. I they loved were fun. it. They were very fun. Yeah. Uh, the little kid versions or the ones made for your people your size? The adult ones were fun. I love the smell of the bumper cars. That like that smell of like the burning electricity. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Rubber burning. I love the smell of that rubber. It was like the smell. Did you ever have like a, well, probably not, but maybe as a child you were around this and maybe you did have this. The the little, um, little car you put on the racetrack and it would like, you'd press the thing and it would... Mm-hmm. It would run on like some kind of electricity of some kind. Yeah. You remember that like smell? Yeah. It was that. It was like that. Okay. That yeah. smell in the air. Okay. I remember that being like around bumper cars. I like the idea of, um, so this idea of like an, like a, like a haunted house since you can't kind of walk through, you drive through. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's other like kind of drive through like entertainment that's available. Like maybe like a, like a drive through like museum or something like that. Would you do something like that mm, yeah That'd be i think i cool. would yeah i guess it could be sort well i guess it would have to be it would have to be outdoors it couldn't be indoors well i mean we exhaust and stuff we've done similar things uh with um like at christmas time with the the lights oh yeah like the festival of lights there's that one near syracuse that you you drive through and you see all the lights and stuff and that's pretty cool that is very i mean cool. i don't feel like i'm losing out on anything by having to drive through it in the car it's right. still really amazing and really fun to see and that's going to be a big thing this year i bet stuff like that because we're not going to be able to get like a walk around maybe as much and get a kind of a christmasy feel it might not be comfortable for people to be doing that right but drive through displays like that i bet you're going to be something we're going to see a lot more of mm-hmm. this year mm-hmm just kind of cool that was a great that was a wonderful i would recommend if uh you have something like that near you never never been to it uh drive through christmas light display uh, Mm -hmm. five stars whether you celebrate christmas or not it's a fun experience to see like it there's just like our our tiny little brains are just like wow lights look at those so bright (laughs) (laughs) exactly you know (laughs) i've never felt more like a moth in all my life (laughs) i can't stop staring at it (laughs) <laughs> I must so be, pretty i must fly closer <laughs> i must touch it <laughs> yeah uh all right kevin so headline number two several several speaking of bright lights that are very exciting uh several people are arrested after illegal fireworks uh result in uh internet outages knocking out the internet yeah wow yeah wow so you got to be careful when you're firing off stuff. You don't want to knock out uh, power lines and cables and whatnot. Yeah, that's messed up. Especially nowadays when the internet is everything. The most important thing in anything right now. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. I um, I have no desire to ever set off fireworks by myself. I'll just let someone else do it. Yeah. I'd rather just sit back and watch. Me too. Like we, uh, growing like many years ago, uh, before we met, we, a group of friends, would uh, have a party every uh, 4th of July and they would 
really go all out with fireworks. And at the time, fireworks were were illegal in uh, New York State. So we would uh, travel to someone would travel to Pennsylvania to pick them up. And uh, I was always way too terrified to even go near where they were being launched, as you mm-hmm. can imagine. Mm-hmm. I was like, I would I would like cower behind a child to protect me from the fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. don't want anything to do with them. Yeah. And and that kid was like, get off me, you dummy. Who are you doing? Get off me, mister. <laughs> you big scared loser. <laughs> oh, Go stand over by that tiny tree, why don't you? Your put downs are so scarily accurate. It hurts. <laughs> it really cuts deep, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, uh, I wouldn't, I was always way too scared to, I never want to light off fireworks. No thanks. Uh, even sparklers, I get a little nervous about. Oh, those don't bother me. I love sparklers. Those are fun. Those are I mean, it sucks when your hands get burned a little bit, but super fun. Yeah. I remember as a kid, my dad, uh, we had some kind of firework display. We all sat on the, that concrete patio behind my mom's house. Mm-hmm. We all sat there and my dad was launching fireworks. Like maybe like mid yard, he had like a table set up. This was when I was very, very little. And I remember he had like a, something like landed on like a piece of like debris landed on. I remember like, Oh my gosh. Like a, like a, like a flaming shoulder for a second and being like, Oh, it was, so I always had that image in my head too. So you know how that images scar you as a child. That's one of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also my dad fixing a ceiling fan and he didn't turn off the breaker. And I remember looking into the kitchen and seeing uh, a rain it just rained like sparks like a like a waterfall oh my gosh on top of him and i'll never forget that so i've always been very leery of doing any sort of electrical work <laughs> always proceed with caution and make sure everything is off before doing electrical work yes. i think that's the lesson to take away from that me. absolutely is don't be scared but just proceed with caution proceed with or have so have a professional do it yeah i think is the main thing yeah Dig deep into that wallet and make someone else electrocute themselves in your home. That way you're not liable. <laughs> I like that. That's right? a great outlook. Yeah, yeah I like yeah. that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I'm, <laughs> no thanks. I, I, I like watching fireworks, but which is so stupid. They're just such a, like we're such dummies when it comes to that. Like we're just entertained by explosions in the sky yeah like we have we have the internet we have access to any movie or television show ever created we could read any great piece of literature we could watch a play there's so many things we could do to entertain ourselves we could create we could paint we could do do things on our own Mm -hmm. but we'd rather just stare at the sky and we ooh and ah all in unison we we all become silly children it's even it's even better enhanced uh when there's music uh corresponding with with the explosions absolutely like a good choreographed uh display yeah like uh when we went to that baseball game a couple years ago we saw uh, Mm -hmm. fireworks afterwards Mm -hmm. it was all Mm -hmm. like america songs like the hulk hogan theme Mm -hmm. just all the greats but you can't help but stop and stare at things that you uh maybe maybe are a little bit more unusual than what you expect to see so like the let me explain so like the fountains at the bellagio in las vegas it's hard not to stop and stare at that there's a reason why that's a production because it's really pretty it's like you know like some sort of water dancing Mm -hmm. you know uh choreographed to this music and maybe fireworks are kind of the same thing where it's like this you know this uh untouchable thing that yeah. you can't control with your hands, but you can only stare at in, in wonderment. Yeah. Um, 
sometimes accompanied by music. I think you're right. It is quite kind of like a pretty intense sort of audio visual experience. Uh, I remember when uh, back in the '90s as well. I remember going to Niagara Falls with my family, and we sat on the American side of the falls, and they had a fireworks display on the fourth over the falls, and that was beautiful. Oh wow, that's with neat. The, yeah, with the kind of juxtaposition of the falls right there, and the fireworks and the mist and the lights. It was just very beautiful. I remember that. I still remember that very clearly. Being so close to Niagara Falls is one of my favorite things about living in Western New York. Yeah, it really is. Like, you know, we it's so cool. spend so much time living here, obviously, but we don't always get a chance to get over there. But when we do, it's just... It's really neat. Really magnificent. It's beautiful. It truly is. Uh, that's just a sidebar. Yeah. Visit NiagaraFalls.org for more information. Either know. go to the Canadian side or the American side. Doesn't matter. It's still pretty. Yeah. Still really amazing. I'm looking forward to going back to the Canadian side once uh, we're able to travel again over there. I got to get a new passport. It expires this month. Oh, shit. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Man. Unreal. With my new last name. Yay. Yay. <laughs> um... So these these dum-dums uh, set off these illegal fireworks and then caused a whole problem for everyone else. That sucks. See, that's why you need to be doing this responsibly. Yeah. And maybe not every night like it's been happening all over the world for the last two yeah, months. Yeah, what's the deal? What's the deal? What's the deal with fireworks? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jerry? I think people are just bored being inside maybe and they need to blow up stuff. Cool. <laughs> that's fun well not everybody it's just dudes <laughs> dumb dudes think outside the box dum-dums yeah um that's my favorite insult right now <laughs> dum-dums yeah <laughs> so scathing you're a sucker that dissipates quickly <laughs> <laughs> take that <laughs> you're, you're a sucker that dissipates quickly <laughs> That is a damning insult. <laughs> I love it. You're so cute. <laughs> You're the worst kind of sucker. <laughs> you don't even have a tissue roll in the middle, you loser. Or gum. Sometimes there's a mystery flavor and it tastes like pineapple. Ooh. <laughs> so there were several people arrested. So that must yeah. is it all in the same household? Is it neighborhood kids? Is it like dads who were just like i'm bored me too let's go do this okay i imagine it's some uh, unruly teens that's how dads talk yeah they do talk like that dumb dads dumb dad not dumb dumbs not dumb dumbs but dumb dumb dads do you think it's like people were like so it said that uh, what was the let me get the wording again here uh several arrested when illegal fireworks uh show knocks out neighborhood internet now do you think it was several people because people all like took to the streets and started uh fighting because there was no internet people were mad at the people that oh were... i didn't think about that yeah that's another i uh, my brain was the fireworks were illegal so therefore those responsible for the illegal fireworks were the ones arrested but it would make sense that uh you know cause and effect so the people who cause the issue would get in a fight with the people who were affected yeah like if i if somebody if i knew for sure that somebody knocked out my internet i would i would march out in front of their house and start yelling (laughs) (laughs) hey you internet ruiner (laughs) hey you internet dumb dumb (laughs) Uh, (laughs) you're fake pineapple to me mr (laughs) 
You're just a banana. That's right, banana. Yeah. Not even banana, cause you're fake. Damn. What's it like to be fake flavor, <laughs> jerk? Uh, wow. Our insults are a fire, yeah. you guys. We are terrible at this. We're full of we it. We are not good at insults. Um, I think that uh, I would be I would be pretty mad if uh, yeah. the stupid idiotic actions of someone else caused something to happen that was um unnecessary yeah i don't think i would march in the street about it and like yell or throw something at their house if i saw the fireworks coming from there i wouldn't get myself arrested that's for sure not over something like that i would i would probably call the police let them know what i saw yeah but uh yeah i wouldn't get involved i'm not someone that gets involved (laughs) nah i'm very passive yeah 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 just let it if it's meant to be it's meant to be i guess i wasn't supposed to be on the internet tonight okay that's not true give me that internet now kevin needs his internet i do uh luckily uh i mean people would be really mad about this if they weren't on like a data plan of some sort or if their computers needed it for work right in which case people will be like you know i have to take myself uh uh, no work today i know from home there's been people that uh since we've been working from home or they've had like internet problems and they've had to like have the cable company come over and stuff like that when i hear those stories i i get a little jealous i'm like oh man wish that would why can't that happen to me for the afternoon (laughs) but then it's like yeah but then you'd be without the internet for the whole afternoon like but then you have to use pto which is really really important that's true that is the that is the the caveat to that exactly i would much rather use that on my own time um uh, so you're saying that you think it's a group of people who were arrested that were not necessarily directly involved in the illegal fireworks, but were um, crowds of people who maybe. I think a neighborhood spat started. Fl- okay. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. Maybe that would make sense. Either they congregated at the person's house, or people just started kind of. They may not have been fighting the people that own the place that did it, or they, but maybe in the vicinity, just things started heating up and escalating maybe from there Mm -hmm. that's kind of how i see it yeah Mm. that makes sense to me yeah to do that but like i said i would just look out the i would watch out the window yeah and not actively partake in said fighting yeah that's for the best though yeah i think it's safe safe, safety first that's what i say Mm -hmm. that is what you say i'm always saying that yeah always wow uh let's move on to a less safe uh situation <laughs> which is this pair that was hired for a man's <sighs> fantasy <sighs> they ended up with went the, wrong to the wrong address and they had machetes awkward that's that's the definition of awkward that isn't it is now if someone hires you to do anything especially if it involves something of a sexual nature taboo a taboo situation involving machetes and whatnot you really got to double check the address i think that's very important yeah you don't you don't want to you don't want to confuse the six and or the nine right in the address you know especially once you get there yeah you just you want to make sure it's right every time 
Like I, I can't imagine like going to the wrong place in such a, a taboo situation. One, I mean, for example, like if I'm going to the dentist, I'm looking at Google street maps. I'm looking at the, I'm looking for the, the street view, even though I've been there 20 times, I still want to know my surroundings and make sure I'm going to the right place. Right. So if you're getting hired to, to show up somewhere, man, I'd be checking that shit out constantly to make sure I was going to the right place. Especially for um, something that may be uh, quite surprising for someone to open the door to. Right, right. Do they show up in trench coats and just have like, you know, nothing underneath except for a... A machete? A well-sharpened machete? Uh, excuse me, sir. Is that a machete under your trench coat or are you just happy to be here? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing, too. What if in this scenario, the part of the said fantasy was for them to show up while you were already there like maybe like a like a break-in type thing like a surprise like a surprise situation well, and then you're in the wrong place wow how long do you go on before you realize it's all a mistake right right unless the person whose house it was they were like i was not expecting this but i'm really into this i'm just gonna let it go do you think that would truly happen? <laughs> no, Probably not. Hopefully not. I bet they would figure it out once the person started calling 911 or whatever emergency number there is available to them. Right. Or once they reached out of their pillow and pulled out a pistol. That could be it too. Yeah. Um, nothing gets you moving faster than a little bang bang in your home. <laughs> you know, like you just... <laughs> <laughs> nothing gets you moving faster than a little bang bang <laughs> that was actually the ad that the two guys were answering yeah that got them there yeah <laughs> someone was yep <laughs> wow pair hired for man's fantasy so doesn't matter what the genders are it's just a pair of people who show up right wrong place i I like to imagine like they're dressed like carmen san diego for some reason (laughs) and they have these machetes but like under their coats maybe one of them has one under the coat and then the other one has it like in a satchel okay uh, for some reason i don't know what do you carry a machete in does it have a cover i don't know like a duffel bag maybe just loosen a duffel bag you got to be careful when you reach in there though. Like what if you're like, man, I got to find my house keys. Damn it. I caught a finger <laughs> off because of my machete again. You only- know, like uh, I can hear Ray Romano screaming that. <laughs> Can't you? I can. That's actually a, an exact uh, quote from episode four, season eight. Of <laughs> Everybody loves Raymond. Yes. yes. <laughs> ah, not another machete ah, finger. Not saw on my finger. I cut it off with a machete again. You know how I keep my machetes in a duffel. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> that's that's the best I can do for Raymond. <laughs> Me too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can't get past the address thing because even if you were like, if you worked for like a singing telegram company, because you're doing something that's gonna kind of embarrassing if you're at the wrong place, you'd want to make sure you were getting the the digits right. Maybe I mean, remember when we stayed at an Airbnb in Arizona, and um, we when we showed up, we weren't sure if it was the right house because we couldn't find the number like in a clear area so maybe yeah maybe it was a little bit of guesswork involved maybe they were like this is specifically the house it it matches the description given 
but not necessarily the house number because we can't find it. So I guess this is the right one. Yeah. It's like the, that's true. I forgot about that. When we stayed, we've only been in Airbnbs a couple of times. And the one time the person was like, yeah, the Google maps won't get you to the place correctly. So here's this map and here's the thing. Look for these, look for this light dangling between the two signs and look for a radio tower. It was all these like landmarks. And by the time we got there, it was like, I have no freaking clue where to go. I had a meltdown. It was terrible. Not your meltdown. Your meltdown was completely understandable. (laughs) But I mean, if you're, if your directions are that complicated for someone coming from out of state like just rethink things yeah like that's not a good setup that's not a good experience for anybody no so long story short we disputed it and we stayed at a la quinta that night <laughs> the lesser la quinta <laughs> the lesser yeah there was that's another episode if you go back uh, to october of uh, this past year uh we uh do a show from live from our la quinta uh hotel room <laughs> in uh albuquerque new mexico mm-hmm. across the highway from a la quinta that looked a thousand times better than the one we were staying in. <laughs> <laughs> a thousand times better. They had a restaurant attached to it. <laughs> <laughs> and all the, all the lights. It had lights. And all the lights lit up. It had bedding. It was completely <laughs> different over there. But we, our La Quinta was fine. It's satisfactory. Yes. It was clean and, um. And it was like 30 we bucks. We slept. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. Was, that was very important. That's all that mattered, quite frankly. But, uh, yeah. So yeah, I mean, you really got to be careful. And another thing too, not to get too gross, but, uh, to be someone who would require machetes involved, mm-hmm. um, God, what happened to you, man? Like, is everything okay? Yeah. I mean, not to shame anyone. Everyone is into their own thing and that's terrific. Um, but when such a danger is involved, so close to skin <laughs> right some of it is irreplaceable skin <laughs> yes it is irreplaceable either bunches or external organs i mean remember how tiffany was talking about losing a finger by going in the bag with um, the mm-hmm. yeah depending on how sharp that machete is you don't know what you're gonna lose you know like you you may end up like your dog rufus not on purpose <laughs> you know yeah. like you you're you gonna might, be wearing a cone of shame for a right, different reason right. if you're gonna get neutered leave it to a professional that's right <laughs> that's right um yeah so i yeah again not shaming anyone but uh there's got to be something that happened to arrive at that yeah but what a terrible thing too to happen to the homeowner that all of a sudden you're if you're either opening the door upon and seeing this crazy scene or if it's a situation where they were like hired to like climb in through the bedroom window at 3 a.m. or something and then to be the homeowner and to have this happen and all of a sudden be like what the fuck is going on yeah i mean hopefully the the pair who uh enter the home are not injured by the homeowner because the homeowner of course it can take it upon themselves to either reveal a weapon of their own choice either maybe a gun or a baseball bat or even their own machete you don't know what kind of fight may occur right exactly and uh you know then that puts the danger for the people who are for hire right and they they want no they're probably there just for the simulated violence not for a real confrontation that's right so yeah, right. it's it's uh you got again you got to double check your address. 
Double check your address. That's the uh, moral of the story. Mm-hmm. Just uh, don't invert your numbers. Don't invert your numbers. And when or it co- your privates. Yes, because if you invert your numbers, you might invite invert your privates. Inadvertently. Inadvertently. <laughs> <laughs> and if that's not an advertisement for safety, I don't know what is. Yeah. Safety first. Safety first. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Hmm. What a fun headline to end on. Yeah. Kevin, one of these is real, my love. Yeah. Which one do you think is real, Tiff? I'm going to go with the last one. You think that one's real? Yeah. It's so weird and out of the norm. <laughs> well, I also really want to hear more about what happened. Yeah. Well, Tiffany, you are correct. That is the real headline. Uh-huh. I had a different headline, real headline, but then I saw this one earlier and replaced it. Mm-hmm. And then I started thinking about how our parents can hear it. And then I got real, real shy and we were real weird about it all evening, thinking about it and debating whether or not to actually do it or not. You know, it's fine. Our parents have seen and heard weird things, I'm sure. That is true. So this is a headline from Sky News. Pair hired for man's sexual fantasy turned up in bedroom at wrong address with machetes. All right. Tell me more. All right. After appearing in an unsuspecting resident's bedroom with knives at 6.15 a.m., the duo accepted their mistake saying sorry mate that's so early i know who's like show up at my place early in the morning with (laughs) knives two men snuck into a bedroom with machetes after being hired to carry out a stranger's sexual fantasy of being tied up in his underwear and stroked with a broom only to discover that they got the wrong address imagine waking up to that Hopefully no charges were pressed. <laughs> the, <laughs> the but thing, hopefully someone got pressed. The only, thing, the only thing pressed were the pants. <laughs> <laughs> the pair from Sydney, Australia made their apologies and left the startled victim's bedside as soon as they realized their mistake. One of the men, Terence Leroy, now has been acquitted of entering the home in July, intending to intimidate while armed with an offensive weapon after the New South Wales District Court accepted his explanation. Conceding that the facts in the case are unusual, Judge Sean Grant set out his reasons for the not guilty verdict, saying the evidence didn't suggest the men's actions were intentional. They carried the machetes either as a prop or something to use in the fantasy, he said. The fantasy was unscripted and there was discretion as to how it would be carried out. According to court documents, a man living in Western NSW near Griffith wanted a broom handle to be rubbed around his underwear. He was willing to pay $5,000 if it was really good, court documents stated. (laughs) I could see why these pair would, this pair would enter a home. I'd enter a home for $5,000. $5,000 to poke a stranger in the genitals with a broom handle. (laughs) I mean, it's a living. It's a living. (laughs) Police said the intended client had a history of of provocativity by engaging in the services of people. Okay. That's fine. I mean, whatever. He had made arrangements with a man on Facebook for people to engage in the role play and sent his address before he later updated it after moving more than 30 miles away. Oh, no. Yeah, but... 
Oh, that's why the address is wrong. Yeah. It's not like they just got the numbers wrong. It was like he had moved. He moved, right. Oh, man. But the resident of the home where the men mistakenly turned up told police that when he noticed a light on in his lounge at around 6.15, he assumed it was his friend who visits daily to make coffee. After hearing a voice asking, is your name Kevin? The man said he turned on a light to see two men he did not recognize standing next to his bed, both holding machetes. Oh my God. That okay. would that would cause me to release everything inside my body. <laughs> I know. I love this next part. A conversation then ensued <laughs> in which the pair repeatedly sought to establish whether he was Kevin, each time being told no. At that point, eventually accepting the error, the duo then left by saying, sorry, mate, and then shook the resident's hand. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the resident then called the police. At least he wasn't awoken by... A broomstick. Right, right. Or tied up. Woke because, up tied up. Yeah, yeah, because then it's like, it kind of borders like, you know, a home invasion that yeah. includes sexual harassment of some sort. In right. Which that could be a really traumatic experience for someone who is not a willing participant. Right. And, and I'm sure that would be traumatic on the uh, other person's part because they would be unintentionally causing trauma to someone else right Ugh. which is not their intent you know right. they were there under the guise of a of an established contracted relationship right yeah. right so i'm glad I'm, I'm really really glad to hear that it that was how it played out and that neither party ended up traumatized in one way or another yeah the intended client called the men soon after to check on their whereabouts at which point he realized his error the two men and their driver eventually arrived at the correct address good yes. okay well good yeah it's uh i hope he i hope the the um the correct client uh was able to maybe um uh participate in the trial uh, of the uh, two the pair um as a witness to say like these these people were meant to meet me at my new address right and I gave right. them the wrong address so that they wouldn't be held reliable for any sort of criminal charges unintentionally yeah like back them up here yeah because it, yeah. it says police arrived at the property about an hour later and they arrested the two men um but then uh it says the judge uh, said it had to be pr- that said that the judge pretty much said that they they had to prove that there was a malicious intent involved and there right. clearly was not because of all the circumstances that yeah. came out and everything yeah. yeah there was an agreement there for them to go and do this thing and they mm-hmm. certainly not were not there to really do any harm so they i think they're it doesn't say, it doesn't say how their how their sentencing uh, happened uh, or what kind of the results were mm-hmm. but uh i don't think that they had the book thrown at them so to speak because of all of these uh outside factors to consider what an interesting uh circumstance i bet that guy will never not lock his doors again <laughs> yeah i know really because i assume those guys didn't just break in like they must have like right right been expected by someone right well then this guy this is clearly this guy the guy that they did show up at he usually has a friend come in the morning anyway to make coffee. So they must yeah. the door was unlocked or whatever. Yeah. 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 Ooh, but yeah, if you're, if you got some kind of weird kink going on and you're hiring people, make sure you're update. Just your double check updated. that address. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Make sure all your mail's forwarded to the <laughs> correct address. Yeah. Wow. Well, wasn't that a fun one to end on, huh? <laughs> Boy. A real story to poke a broom at. Uh, oh. Mm, no. Uh, great job.
job, Kevin. Hey, great job of you, Tiff. That was fun times. Thanks. You too. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to check us out uh, on uh, online in between shows, you can uh, go to Fake Headlines Podcast on both Instagram and Facebook. And you can also find us on Twitter at FakeHeadPod. You can also visit our website at FakeHeadlinesPodcast.com. And you can always email us at FakeHeadlinesPodcast at gmail.com. And thanks for listening, everybody. And we will see you next week. (laughs) Bye. Introducing touch-free payments from PayPal, a safe way for your customers to pay. Whether you're a market seller, I'll take two tomatoes and a cucumber. poodle pamperer, <laughs> piano tuner, or plumber, signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Touch-free QR code payments. No seller fees until 2021. Not applicable to PayPal here transactions. Other fees may apply. Shop safe with PayPal. Right now, switch your family to T-Mobile and get four lines for $25 a line with AutoPay and 5G access included on America's largest 5G network. So don't wait. Get unlimited and nationwide 5G access for the whole family for just $25 a line. Visit a T-Mobile store or T-Mobile.com today. Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 480p. Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit and 4 plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. See T-Mobile.com.